And we are back with the You Know What It Is podcast, and it is your boy Vari. It's never on. It's never on. Turn. There we go. And I am here today with Shati, and I got what he is. and Nariko. <laughs> I don't know. What she, no, it's not. I forget. It's, she just wants a different name every time. Every time. Yeah, I have alter, hard I have alter egos. Yeah, but I don't know which one to say. All right. I'll be and who else we got? All right. Yes. Today. 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 We are talking to Twitter. Randy. What up? What up? What up? What up? Yeah. I'll let her go ahead and introduce herself. She is a. No. Yeah. You go ahead. Oh, I'm introducing myself. Okay, you, it'll be like just so we we know, <laughs> and then I can get into what I know because I don't know anything. You know what I mean? Wow. Well, there's um, a lot to get into. I mean. I was a gymnast for 20 years, um, performed at LSU. That was um, a really amazing time for me. Um, I'm a poet. I'm a writer. I'm a dancer. Uh, I love to sing. love to do arts and crafts. Like, I just, I kind of do it all, you know? I feel it. (laughs) What are you doing? Currently a yoga instructor? Yes. I also teach yoga. I also um, do Reiki. Um, Just really into holistic health and wellness. Um, so just a little bit of everything. I've definitely um, seen and been to like a lot of places uh, physically and mentally throughout my life. So so we're with a healer today, guys. We're going to do some healing today. <laughs> Can you tell me what Reiki is? So Reiki is an energy healing. Um, and essentially what a Reiki practitioner will do is they... Um, there's a particular, there's different meridians on the body and there's different energy centers. And so in relation to chakras um, and the different energy centers that um, spin and whirl within our bodies, uh, the Reiki practitioner will basically tap into that energy field and allow and promote healing with the uh, client. Um, And all it is, is you're just channeling a particular energy. Um, You're not necessarily doing anything outside of yourself. Um, there's just different forms of like imagery that you'll picture in your head, um, different breathing techniques that you'll do to make sure that you're a clear vessel. But um, essentially you're just allowing yourself to be a vessel and removing your ego and allowing the healing to basically go wherever the client needs that um, healing to go. Wow. Oh, okay. So it's, <laughs> yeah, you can look more up on it, but it's, it's, it's really awesome. It's a great, um, addition to you know other forms of healing like the yoga like the breath work it just it all kind of works in a cohesive um form so so right now are you taking clients are you doing um anything during this quarantine yes um i've actually been doing some yoga privates um my reiki is open but i've kind of just kept it on the dl just because i'm kind of sorting through my own stuff emotionally during this time so i want to make sure i'm a clear vessel and not putting you know, um, my problems onto a client. So more recently, it. I've just been doing the yoga privates. Okay. Yeah. Jeez. So do you feel like you have to be like, to do Reiki, you kind of have to be like, basically your life has to be at peace with yourself or like? Um, I mean, we're never going to be at a place where we're perfect and we're never going to be in a place where you know, we're just free of all problems of the world, but it's just a matter of being in a grounded place. And while essentially I am a grounded person, just, you know, different things that have kind of gone on in my personal life, intuitively, I just felt and feel that right now is not necessarily like the best time to be doing that. Um, I feel more confident right now in just the, the yoga right now. Okay. okay. But, so um, in that, how did that uh, get started? Because like you said, you were doing... Um, gymnastics for 20 mm-hmm. years yeah uh yeah. the yoga is pretty recent or so i actually um i was getting a massage <laughs> it was one of my aunt's um friends actually uh, i was getting a massage by her and um we were just having casual convo and in the middle of that convo you know um she had kind of pointed out a few things that she noticed about me and um, ended up recommending, like, she's like, you know, I feel like based off of your personality, like you would do really good as like a yoga instructor. She's like, I, you know, just really resonate with your energy and, um, the studio that I'm working at, we're doing a training, like you should look into it. So 
I was like, okay, like, let me get into this. Let me see what it's about. You know, like, um, uh, I always had, you know, kind of seen what yoga was about and everything, but I never like tapped into too much. You know, I just did my gymnastics, like working out. Um, I ended up going to the website, checking everything out. And I was like, maybe this is the next part of my journey. Like, I think this will be really nice for me. Um, ended up applying, went through, um, took the course. It was amazing. I met some really awesome people. I learned a lot of things about like myself, um, just about where I've been, where I'm trying to go and just learning how important it is to take care of yourself right. on a mental, emotional and spiritual level. And if you don't have that in check and in line, you know, trying to get to those places where you want to go is just, it's, it's difficult. Yeah. Um, so after I got into it, I started teaching actually downtown at um, Sin City Yoga, and I was there for a bit. Um, I loved it. I also taught at um, Sacred Geometry, that studio. And then I hit another point in my life where I felt that I needed to take a step back from teaching yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, just another part of my journey where I needed to um, get in tune with my own energy, um, be mindful about um, just kind of what's going on in my own internal world, right. uh, because I'm a giver, I'm a lover, and I've battled with sometimes giving too much, um, and having a lack of boundaries. And that's just, you know, lessons that I've had to learn in that. And so I was like, let me just take a step back. Let me, you know, focus on my inner self so that when I do step back out into the world, I have more to provide, Right. you know, like you can't, pour from an empty cup and expect, you know, <laughs> things to happen. So um, recently, I think what I kind of took a break for a good like year and a half. Um, recently, I was like, okay, I feel like I'm, I'm ready to start doing the yoga privates and everything. And um, they've, they've been awesome. The clients that I've had are amazing. Um, it honors who I am as like an introvert too. Uh, just working on one-on-one. Sometimes yeah. the big classes can be a little bit overwhelming, um, especially when you're doing it consistently. So So do you, with yoga, do you like have to come up with like routines for your classes or how do you like go about what you do? So me, I kind of, my style, I kind of just, um, Pretty I do a lot of like improv. I, wing it. Yeah. <laughs> I just wing it. Gonna go where the energy takes us. Exactly. Um, and I think in general, just a lot of stuff that I do, it's more authentic when I'm coming from that place. Um, now, you know, some instructors, they will, you know, have map out a whole, you know, uh, course for the day, a course for all of their classes and everything, which I think is helpful to know, of course, kind of the direction you want to go. Yeah. But I try not to get too like hard and steadfast and just, okay, this is what has to happen. You know, even in my, um, my privates, I kind of have maybe something in mind, but I ask the client like, Hey, is there anything in particular you need to work on? Is there anything in particular like you're struggling with or you know, and just base it off of that. And then I just let the energy kind of flow and wherever we're guided, we're guided. But um, I definitely read the room. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Because, you know, why am I going to go in there and work on, you know, opening the hips and stuff and people's shoulders is tight. You know, it's just, you know, you got to ease to what people need. So you you interact real well with the clients, Mm -hmm. like when it's in the group setting like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what's up. I need to. I need to actually start doing some yoga and shit. I know my back is <laughs> fucked up. I don't be stretching hey, with a damn. Too, you Look, know all of our backs. Okay. Like, Listen. <laughs> you know what someone told me? I need you to tell me if it's true. Like when you have a dip in your back, like right here, when mm-hmm. you like tend to like lean forward like this, it means your hips aren't like stretched out or something. Like that. So a lot of back pain actually comes from tight hips and glutes in particular, mm. and also um, a my core that's tight. not strong. Your core's not strong. <laughs> and my booty ass is tight. tight. <laughs> That's what he said. Tight, okay? Calm down. But <laughs> <laughs> Calm down. But yeah, because from the time I was in like sixth grade, I've struggled with that pain. Mm. That's when I first um, got diagnosed with sciatica, and it's, so it's been a it's been a long time that I've had to work on it. But yeah. Um, it comes from the hips, so any hip opener stretches are really good. Mm. Um, also, working on strengthening your butt, but 
Also, like if you get like a tennis ball and you really roll out all the different um, pressure points, loosen everything up. It's just a combo of strength and then also stretching. Gotcha. I think I'm Balance. leaning towards too much strength. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't, don't, do, gym, I don't have either. I don't be doing no stretch. I don't got strength anymore or stretch. Like oh, Jesus, <laughs> but I'm just old as hell. Question. This might sound dumb. Oh, but do I don't know. Questions? Can you like stretch your hips? a lot and enough to a point where you can physically like make them a little wider does that make sense what <laughs> just go get the surgery my nigga well i will but <laughs> if I... <laughs> so, really trying to avoid trying to go look, get the surgery just it, go get it's it. <laughs> but like, let me find out i just got a butterfly in my <laughs> my hips might poke out a little more like <laughs> It don't work like that for me. Like it go you know, only to my stomach. My stomach will double double over before my ass gets fat. Like <laughs> I swear. You know what? I'm not even gonna lie. Same. Okay. I'm like, hold up. Why is it going like here? Directly. Like I'm already not little, going bro. nowhere that I want it to go. I'm already right. little. Yes. Yes. Like, just come on. Like give me some. It's like some. it refuses. Like. <laughs> It'd be like oh another roll like, <laughs> like but you can stretch it to you can widen your hips but now widening them to the point where like maybe you trying to go or that you <laughs> see on social media or whatever no probably not to that extent but i can at least tell you for me like i've been able to open up my hips and i see you know a little no, I, okay. I see a little, a little shape. This is the answer I was looking for. Y'all laughed at me. You know, you get a slight shape, okay? But it's nothing like, it's you know, not it, ain't, it ain't all, it ain't all like, that. You ain't gonna look like no Fashion Nova model from stretching. Yeah, no, like, no, no. Not that I want to look like a Fashion Nova model. And no shots fired. No shots fired. But, you know, maybe like a, a slight, like a lighter version, but yeah. I'm not opposed to anyway. How was living in uh, Louisiana? Man, it was amazing. Um, it was just nice to be in a place that has like some culture. Yeah. You know, like I, I was that. born and raised in Vegas. So it's like, you know, there's like, what do we. What, what, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I just speechless. I yeah. definitely get it. But I could take you to the strip, we could gamble. What's up? Yeah, but only uh, when you get to a certain age, right. you know, otherwise you got to avoid it. But being in Louisiana, you just got. You in touch with everything. Everybody's out. Man. You got kids you going got down nature. Bourbon Street. You yeah. got You know what I mean? It's yeah. everything. Well, you were at LSU. That's in Baton Rouge. Yeah. Though, so not. Uh-oh. I mean, it's Bourbon not Street's not but that far. But yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's Louisiana. Like, yeah. isn't it mm-hmm. like they don't just do Mardi Gras in New Orleans? They do it all throughout, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah. Even in Mississippi, they celebrated it. I was in Mississippi for four years. Oh. At um Jackson State, she was Definitely. up there with okay. uh, Brittany Reno and shit. Okay, you know what I'm saying? It's okay. like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was it was awesome. The um, I love nature, so just being around trees and greenery yeah. that was really awesome for me. Rain, um, oh my god! Right, I got a little different weather. You know that humidity sometimes had me messed up. All right, because. Take a shower, walk to class, and it's like, bro, why did I? Why did Done. I shower? <laughs> well, Done. And then with my hair, it was yeah. just all um, yeah, it was terrible. You know, try to flat but... iron natural hair. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was too much, but the food, fire. Okay, like, I believe it. So good, just some real good home cooked meals. Uh, spicy everything. Then you know the daiquiris and just um. I don't know, just the family atmosphere. Like being at LSU, it just it was nice being in a space where you could feel like appreciated. Yeah. Because I feel like here when I was doing gymnastics, I wasn't doing like a, a high school sport. Yeah. So it's like I didn't really get a lot of support, you know, um, as far as you know, collectively in Las Vegas Valley. So going to Baton Rouge and they're all about sports, they're all about football, they're all about this. So it was like, okay, you know, I feel like a little celebrity or something over here. <laughs> you know, this this kind of cool. Um, but a lot of people were genuine. Like you could yeah. just walk through um, the tailgates and people offering you food and drinks. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, let me stop by real quick. Let me. <laughs> Definitely. But uh, it, it was awesome. It was, it was yeah. really awesome. So being the on people that, people are different. Being mm-hmm. on that team, like, how did that even come about? Like you were saying, it's not like a high school thing where motherfuckers just come to the school and they're recruiting. Do they go right. to your 
what are they called? Competitions. Competitions. Yeah. Do they go to your competitions and there's just scouts in there and they're like, okay, mm-hmm. let's go. So some of the bigger um, competitions, the um, invitationals, the colleges would usually go to like um, our particular gym. We hosted a competition every year called Lady Luck Invitational. And so a lot of college coaches would go there because we'd have like a couple thousand, like one to two thousand athletes competing and some of the best in the country. Mm-hmm. So um, that was always a hub. Then any like regional or national competitions, um, that's also where you would get recruited. And uh, I actually got to the the highest level, level 10, when I was in sixth grade. There so I had been rec- being recruited since that time and going to nationals and everything okay. like that. So, so your flip was already in point. School, you know what I mean? Like, I know. Uh, you're a professional <laughs> professional. So it was cool. I think I got my letter from LSU um, to fill out my application and everything, uh, their interest. I think I got it like maybe ninth or 10th grade, something like that. Oh, you was committed. Damn. You was ready to go. Right. So by my... You knew LSU? You was just like, fuck it, just LSU? Why LSU? Isn't their gymnastics program is really yeah, big, though? Like, yeah. I've I mean, seen it on TV. That's what I'm saying. Like, I remember <laughs> seeing this girl. I'm I've like, seen you. it on TV. And then Kiana's like, yeah, she went to school. And I, I used to do and gymnastics Facebook, with her. There was somebody's routine who I even was sharing on Facebook. They went to LSU. I don't know who. It is a black girl. Oh, um, uh, uh, Lamentia. Probably. Uh, yeah, and yeah. she was like, she's hitting that shit. Yeah, she's getting so- <laughs> <laughs> But um, I don't even remember the question. Run it back. I don't, I don't even know what. To- <laughs> uh, we were talking about. Well, you said you, they, you sent um, your letter in ninth grade. Oh, no, yeah. And then I was saying, um, you told me how that happened. The recruiting process. Oh yeah. So Oh, you asked her if she always knew she wanted to go. Oh out. yeah. Did oh, you always okay, know that? There we go. Thank you. So no. Somebody gotta keep up. <laughs> right. So, thank you for bringing it back. Bringing it back. <laughs> um, but I never thought about LSU at all. Um when they sent sent me the letter though, like uh any colleges that sent me letters, I was just open. Cause I'm like, you know, hey, I'm gonna just fill every college out. I'm not gonna necessarily be quick to shut anybody out because you know you can miss out on a great opportunity for yourself. Thanks. So I was just like, you know, let me just keep an open mind. Let me do my research. Let me, um, you know, figure out. Okay, is this like weather? Like, am I cool with the weather? Am I cool with like the demographic? You know, because say like Utah offered me, but I'm like, hell no. You know, right. hell it's no. a little scarce. Hey, you know, right? right? <laughs> or you end up in like North Dakota. Oh my God, you would have been the only one. They'd have been looking at you so crazy. Everybody asking, can they touch your hair? Uh, okay, I'm dead. okay, <laughs> no, nah, because even just with gymnastics, okay, it's like, oh my god, so do you brush it? <laughs> I'm like, all right, do you curl it? All right, <laughs> so I need to get around my people, you, you know. So, yeah. um, and they just expressed <laughs> consistent interest in me, and uh, I decided to take an unofficial visit. I was like, hey. Let me go out there. Let me see what they're about. Um, and when I went on campus, I just fell in love again with like the greenery, just the camaraderie, the um, athletics, you know, like damn near all their sports, you know, just top tier. Mm-hmm. And um, it just felt like a second home uh, for me. You know, coaching styles were kind of similar to what I was used to. So um, I think when it was my junior year, fall of my junior year, that's when I um I think I officially committed. I went on my official visit and then I ended up accepting um, you know, my opportunity to go there. So it was, it was, it was dope. It was super dope. That is dope. It makes me nostalgic. <laughs> what did you um, major in? Sport management. Sport management. I initially went in for uh, broadcast journalism, but I was like, man, I can't be on the news talking about some, I don't know. I just, I didn't like that. <laughs> Look, uh, I just didn't like what um, I felt like I would have been out of character doing that. Yeah, um, I felt like I would have had to conform to something that I didn't necessarily want to be. So I was like, let me just um, let me go ahead and do the sport management. And so I took like half like business classes and then half like sports classes. So when did you graduate? 2016. Gosh, I'm the same. Are you so interested in sports management? Um. I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm just somebody who like, I'm going to, I'm going to go with wherever my spirit's going. So in that time I was like, okay, you know what? Sport management. Um, I would have loved to actually major in psychology, mm. but because of the demands on sports, I was like, eh, I want to do well. 
you know, in my classes and everything. And I want to be able to dedicate my all to it. So I kind of put that on the back burner. Um, and I think that's kind of like why I like to do different, like, um, holistic healing like methods now, you know, just that interest in, you know, growing your mind, your body and your spirit. But, um, it was good for the time. It allowed me to enjoy college. I was interested, you know, obviously in sports and even in high school, I took uh, business classes and everything. So, um, it kind of brought everything together, but after I graduated, I'm like, I don't necessarily have to put myself in a box. I don't have to necessarily, okay, when I got to go get a job that's, you know, um, somehow related to my major. Right. Like I'm in a different space. I got a different mindset. I got a different, you know, like you don't always have to just go on a straight path. You know, life kind of takes you wherever you need to go. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> um, I feel that as fuck. Groupie question. <laughs> groupie, what? Um, well, you know I have Adele? a question. <laughs> yes, I did know Adele. <laughs> I forgot about her. And Jarvis? Adele? Yeah. Look at yeah. that. <laughs> Odell Beckham. Oh, he went to LSU? Him yeah. And, yeah. Who's Jarvis? Jarvis Landry. Landry. What does he play? Wide receiver for no. the Cleveland oh, Browns with Odell. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Well, who else went to LSU? Didn't um, Ben Simmons. That's when they dated Kylie Jenner. I mean, Kendall. Yeah. Did look, they, look, I don't know. I don't keep up. <laughs> what about that football player that plays for the Cowboys? Dak Prescott, did he go there? No. No, I don't think so. Look, let me stop. I clearly yeah. don't know. <laughs> I clearly don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. What's your question? Yeah, your mic is on. We can okay, hear you. Okay, I have a groupie question because I heard through the oh, grapevine, a little birdie told me that Drake slid in your DMs, and I want to know all about that and why you're not Yo. pregnant. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, y'all, I'm sorry. If y'all can hear Nuri go ask. She heard Drake slid in her DMs, and she wants to know why she's not pregnant. <laughs> so, yeah, so... Um, you too much. <laughs> go ahead, turn your camera on. My, what, my camera? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. Where are we going to put it? Okay. It's only going to... Well, you might have to back it up. Hold on. We got we to gotta tune in for this, guy. <laughs> oh, gosh. Hot takes. Oh, gosh. Hot takes. And while you're getting that set up, I just want to know, what's your sign? I'm a Sagittarius. Oh, she's a real one. Oh, oh, she's a real one. Got that fire. <laughs> All right. She's real like we can see her. <laughs> real one. Um, oh, I still get in Shit up. Javari, I'm tired of you bringing all these damn Sagittarius on the fucking pod. <laughs> well, who else is a Sagittarius? Dishay. Dishay. Who else? We just got that energy. You know what I'm saying? We got that. Elijah. Um, why you look at me? <laughs> but it's so different. Like, <laughs> it's start the camera. Uh, Edit this Maybe part out. Edit it right, for real, please. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Ask I'm dead ass serious though. All right. Ooh, ooh, we. Ooh, we. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you can see us right. though. You probably got my elbow and left kneecap up in there. I was serious about it. Man, I wish I was there so Drake could see me. Just, no. <laughs> so Drake could see, see me. Why you see me? Why once, like right. too much. <laughs> um, I'm about to add you on Instagram because maybe. <laughs> oh my god. Because maybe. Uh, playing, but no, nah, so. This JK. is a humbling moment right here. JK. So I one of my, or not one of my competitions, but um, my for my beam routine, the balance beam routine. Um, we got to pick like our the song that we wanted to do our routine to. Um, away competitions, we didn't really have a say. They kind of put on whatever they wanted. But for home competitions, we, you know, had the home field advantage. We could play whatever. And so I ended up um, choosing Houston, Atlanta, Vegas. Okay. okay. You know, it's, it's a whole vibe. And, it, you okay. know, it's like the tempo, nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was just, it was a vibe. Um, and I want to say it was like the... <laughs> City, you know what I'm saying? Talking about mm -hmm. Vegas, but um, 
I believe it was one of our pink meets, uh, actually. Um, you know, I did my routine, song play, whatever. It's a cool little thing. And I think about maybe a couple days later, maybe a week later, somehow, some way, he ended up seeing the routine. Um, and he ended up tweeting at where he didn't at me because he didn't have my at name, but he was just like, Hey, you know, shout out to Randy Wired performing her routine to Houston, Atlanta, Vegas, hashtag LSU. And I didn't initially see it, but somebody had like commented under and they were like, Hey, Randy, like, Hey, you know, Drake just shouted you out. Right. <laughs> and so I go to it and I'm just like, Man, this ain't Drake. This ain't Drake. And then I click on it. I'm like, Ooh, or whatever but um after that uh he ended up following me and um i think i had posted something like um not too long after i was just like a uh, hashtag no new friends with some emojis and he ended up retweeting it and then somebody again was just like hey yo you know like drake retweeted you right and not too long after that <laughs> you got some good friends they're out here making sure no, that you know this shit. Know these, people, like, these random people. These random people. I'm not talking about like, so you saw it, like. <laughs> and yeah, so. Solving crimes for you, the mystery right? machine. Look, the whole mystery machine, the whole gang, okay? But uh, then he ended up sliding the DMs, you know what I'm saying? It got a little more serious. Um, but, I don't know, we kind of just had, like, casual combo. Like, me. With Buck and Drake. <laughs> like, because me, I'm not somebody who's, like, necessarily, like. Doing beautiful. <laughs> Right? That's all he was doing. And he got that toxic Scorpio energy. Oh. <laughs> First of all, we're not toxic. Don't even do that. They Don't just a little deep. You know, they depth sometimes Drake, hard to understand. Future. That we're not Drake, Scorpio. Drake was sending we her poems and shit unreleased. What does that sound like? Nerigo said, we're not toxic. We just know how to get what we want. What does that sound like? Shut up, That's not toxicity. That's <laughs> It's called resourceful. Resourceful. <laughs> she said it's called okay, resourceful. Okay. okay. I mean, can't fight you there. But um, yeah, we just had a casual convo. I'm not necessarily somebody who really gets like starstruck. And I think just um, kind of being in the spotlight with gymnastics and looking around at like my peers, it's like we're all on the same level. It's like you either like somebody, you don't like somebody, you resonate with them, you don't. Um, it's no reason to really put people on a pedestal. Right. So I just was, you know. Having casual combo, he ended up, you know, giving me his number. He was, I was like, so when's next time you gonna be in Vegas? And he was basically just like, oh, you know, not sure yet, but I'll let you know. Dropped the number, talked for a little bit. He did send me a little, a little pick at one point. She got Drake dick pic in the phone. She got Drake dick pic in the phone. He's toxic. He sent the purple emoji. Okay. He sent the purple emoji, y'all. Was this after he got all buff or before? Before. This is before. when he was fat. He wasn't fat. He was skinny. I mean, he thought he was fat. He was still looking right, though. You know what I'm saying? Because when I got it, I was Listen, like, I'm a man. I ain't never... I don't he looked know. like two different... I don't know. There was like Drake, and then he became like Daddy Poppy. Drake. Like, yeah, so Poppy. Wait, like, wait, wait. How did the combo stop? Because once you got the numbers, people just fall off sometimes. Drake yeah. being overseas doing what the well, fuck he's yeah. doing, having babies inconspicuously, Ooh. nobody knows about. That was so it's like, like two years ago, relax. Oh, come on now. But yeah, he was Chill. doing his thing at the time. I can't remember which album he was working on, but he was working on one of the albums. Um, what year was this? I'll tell you. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> it was. What a time to be alive. Uh, it was no. 14, 13, or it was. The initial conversations, I think, start 13, but I think 14 is when, like... That's yeah, the blue cover. In the cloud. That in the cloud. That Nothing one. was the same. Yeah. yeah. So he was working on... That was a good album, too. He was working on that, um, and then, yeah, too, I was at school. I was at LSU. Right? Like, I was, you know, on my student stuff, on my athlete stuff. I didn't have, like, time. You know, he was trying to fly me out to Calabasas, and I couldn't make it happen. you had class. See, look, she was... Boy, I, like, I got I, chemistry at three. Look, I can't catch a flight to Calabasas. He talking about, hey, you know, you want to come through, da 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 like you know, I'll um, I'll get you a a stay at the the Four Seasons in Calabasas, and I'm over here like, oh, but I have school. Dang, I don't know. That would have been uh, even without yeah, him. That's a nice trip because you know he ain't never stayed at a Marriott or a Westin. <laughs> <laughs> Five stars, nothing less than like. 
but but she was a student athlete like it's like yes it's all jeopardize your scholarship yeah nah nah like i couldn't i'm like some random nigga i mean he ain't random dollar baby (laughs) (laughs) hey look uh, look i'm I'm happy to not have kids right now i've bought at least two poetry books. One of them was Tupac's, of course, mm-hmm. and you know he was already. I got big that too. I got that. It's too. a really good book. But this <laughs> other is. girl, it's like a, ran- a random girl I found on Instagram. She would post kind of like I looked at your page, like you mm-hmm. do now, like just snippets of like poetry. Yeah. Um, and then at the time I was heartbroken, so like it. Really was <laughs> right. Like, she would post stuff like he wasn't worthy. Look, it was okay. really hidden. Like I think it was called like letters to my ex or something. Mm-hmm. Shout out to her. But anyway. I like bought her book. It was amazing. Like poetry books are amazing, especially yeah. for people on a journey. Yeah. Or trying Soul to, like, journey. Learn mm-hmm. themselves. So don't think that like, you know, it won't make you any money or people. Right. Because let me tell you, I still have those books and I still go back and read them. Like, So do you write all of these? Yeah. Those are all my, that's all my, that's all you. Yeah. That's dope. yeah. I like this. So Thank um, you. how do you kind of get in a space to write or does it just you write because it hits you or do you get yourself in a space and then write so poetry where it started for me was poetry was my escape when i was little so again when i was like seven eight years old you know you you don't think that seven and eight year olds are going through anything crazy but some of the stuff that I've looked at when I was in like second, third grade, I'm like, dang, I was feeling that. Like, dang, I I was having issues like that. Like, what? But it it started from there, and it was basically just my space to vent. It was my it was my therapy, you know, because um, I never felt comfortable expressing myself. I never felt comfortable letting out my emotions because you know sometimes I was told like, okay, I'm emotional or. You know, I'm to this, I'm to that. I got to learn to have thicker skin. So mm. I never felt comfortable to express nothing. So mm-hmm. poetry was that escape. That was like my, well, nobody else is here for me. So I'm here for myself, you know? So I'm writing my stuff, typing it in my phone. And it's just, it's a free flow. Just like say like my poetry or my dance. I don't think about what I'm going to say. I don't think about what I'm going to write. I don't even spend more than like five, 10 minutes on a poem. It's literally just word vomit. <laughs> Whatever's on my mind in that moment um whatever emotions just have to come out it spills and then as soon as i feel like okay i think that's it then that's literally it and i just i end it you know i come up with a quick you know one two liner at the end and then that's just you know it's done um and i think that that and that's art in its truest form yeah it's just raw it's um in the moment and yeah, that's just how I how I comfortably write. I sometimes I'll try to I can write poetry just writing it and thinking about it, but the easiest form that um comes to me is just free verse. So but that's that emotional. Yeah. Too, yeah, it's mo- mostly like my older stuff is a lot of just pain and regret and like sadness, frustrations. Um but even just yesterday I was uh I'm going through to name all the poems for my first book because for the amount of work I have, I could probably come out with a couple books. But for the first one I'm focusing on, it's so dope to see like the transformation through it all, mm-hmm. to see like the cycles, mm-hmm. to see like, dang, man, I was going through it, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you see that little glimmer of hope. And then, you know, you see I go into the cycle again, and then you see like that glimmer of hope. Um, and to the point where now, not all of my poetry, because I still have, you know, like I still express like the the sadness that sometimes I might feel or those harsh emotions. But there's more light in yeah. my poetry now. There's more life in it. There's more optimism. There's more peace. There's more clarity in the things that I write now. So. You seem real in tune with your emotions. Yeah. yeah. And so you said you're like all around artist and creator mm-hmm. and you dance. Would you ever be interested in like making visuals for your poetry? Yes. Similar to like yes, lemonade. Yes. yes. Like, you, girl, a lot yes. of people, I be telling yes. a lot of people think lemonade is just the album. And no, I'm like, if you did yeah. not watch the visual the visuals. album, you don't understand Ooh. the artistry behind it. Mm-hmm. And like I told you about that podcast that dissected, they dissect the visual album and everything. There was just so much symbolism mm-hmm. in the dancing and the props yes. and who she chose to be in it and her set look at anyway. It just all went with the poetry and went full circle yeah. in the story. So, like, that's are you definitely in that? something that I've wanted to do. Like, 
one of the things that's always been there since the time of me, you know, writing poetry, like seven, eight years old, I have, like, I'm a very visual learner too. Like I can easily just visualize anything. Um, and whenever, say, I would be singing or doing a poem, I always would get flashes of like what the video would look like, what the visual would look like. Even sometimes with me singing, like I'd be full blown doing whatever. And I'm like, Here I'm in a music video, music okay? Video. You know, like that's always been something that's turned, you know, the wheels in my head. But, um, you know, I'm just, I'm putting it out there. I'm Let me put it out into the universe. I um, would really love to find, you know, a group or a team or somebody that could help me bring those visions to life. Cause sometimes as a visionary, it's like you can see the stuff, but trying to bring it to life is hard because it's like, you see it clearly, but it's hard to sometimes explain and put into the words, like what you feeling. Cause like mm -hmm. a feeling is just, you know, how do you make that um, crystal clear for people? So I'm definitely gonna manifest that. It's, um, it's, it's a work in progress as I get more comfortable expressing like I hadn't before, but I, I do now it's all going to come tenfold. You know, things are, you know, happening here and there and uh, my heart's just opening up more and I'm more comfortable with myself and who I am. So it, it's going to be, it's, it's going to come. So okay. just wait on it. Just wait on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, um, even with that, uh, with the abstract theory mm -hmm. that you got going on. Yep. So let's, let's expound on that um right now real quick. so abstract theory um it kind of it got started because like i told you guys before i've always felt like um there was a particular path that i had to like live down but i was always trying to break free of it mm -hmm. and in all of the experiences that i've had i've come to realize like i've had all these experiences i've felt like i needed to pick an experience and then just run with that one experience. Yeah. And before the conception of the abstract theory page, I sat back and I was like, you know what? I don't have to just do one thing. I can do it all. I can literally do it all. And so it was just an opportunity for me to break free of that box and be like, you know what? I can post like, you know, the photography that I, you know, the, the photographs that I take, I can post the um, poems that I create. I can post my dance. I can post it all and it can all be me. I don't necessarily have to just pick one form of artistry and just run with it. Like it's okay for people to see the many different aspects of me. You know, I think sometimes we get caught up in the whole branding aspect of things and it's just like okay well you got to stick to this one thing because that's how you get into people's brains and you got to beat it into them but it's like i don't work like that i don't flow like that and that's yeah. not it's not authentic so abstract theory was me bringing my authentic self to life you know it's me being able to show that you can't put me in a box you can't define me and it's okay it's literally okay i accept it and I think um, it can definitely help other people realize they don't have to put themselves in a box either. They don't have to just be, you know, a nurse. They don't have to just be, you know, um, just whatever, whatever it is that they're doing. Yeah. You can be a variety of things and still be you. Exactly. So. I be trying to preach that shit all the time, man. And you talking about, you talking about, uh, you shut your ass up. What? You scoop? See, she, she be hating. It's okay, it's okay. It's okay. I'll take the hate. I'm sorry for strong. He's been saying that all day. I started talking. He's like, I've been saying. Hey, look, he's getting that inspiration, baby. He's going to come on here like, yeah, you know, I drink. He's going to be trying to. People gonna be needing to heal. He gonna be like, you know, you should get into Look, I got them crystal balls, baby. Oh, I got them. I'm telling you, you have to do that shit. I know it. I know it because I know you. Is that is that not what you supposed to do? I'm supposed to lead them to the, you know what I mean? To the slaughterhouse? Nah, to you. To you. Oh yeah, yeah. Bring it to me, baby. You know what I'm saying? Uh. 
So your chakras. My what? Your chakras. Oh yeah. Yeah. The chakras. You was talking about that earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, like, what is, what is, what what is? Can you expound on that? Can you talk about that? Can you tell me what a person is supposed to be looking for in themselves to find that balance that they need? So. I'm trying to figure out a way to like condense it because it gets it, it gets, gets heavy. Yeah. Um. But your chakras are the different energy centers in your body, and each energy center relates to a specific um, time and place, to specific even traumas, to um, different modalities of healing and expression of self. Um. And as far as using the chakra system to elevate you and to um, allow you to just self-actualize and to become your best, the best version of yourself, um, there's different things that you can pay attention to. Like, let's get into the, the root chakra, okay? The root chakra is at the base of your spine. Um, the color that's associated with the root chakra is red. Um, and it also deals with security, your sense of belonging in the world, fear. Um, it deals with shelter and just basic survival mechanisms. Right. And so the quote unquote demon of the root chakra is fear. So if you're a very fearful person, if you're constantly just like, you know, worried about um, not being able to do this because you fear like rejection or you fear, um, you know, whatever it is that you fear, then there will be a blockage there. And whenever there's blockages in your chakras, it's hard to allow your whole system to be in alignment. You know, if there's a blockage there, then the rest of your chakra is kind of like, they you know, they, they yeah, they follow suit. They get a little, eh, yeah. you know, <laughs> but there are things to help you. Um, so with the root chakra in particular, if you're wanting to figure out how to say, break out of that fear, if you're looking to heal that energy center, certain poses in yoga can help you get grounded. Right. So heal the root, get grounded, go take your ass outside, go walk on some grass, Go put your feet on the earth. Um, you know, go sit down, do a little meditation. Um, even repeating to yourself, repeating affirmations to yourself. Certain affirmations you can say is, "I am safe." Mm. Um, I am financially stable. I matter. Um, I deserve to be in this in this space. You know, I, I'm real, like I'm here. Yeah. I'm present. Um, one of the things that really helps me in balancing my chakras is affirmations, you know, because a lot of life is mental. And through the mental, we can create our reality. So when you're repeating these things to yourself, you're rewiring your brain to get out of a place of fear, to get out of a place of guilt or shame or whatever it is, and you're able to elevate your mind to a different place, you know, through breath work, through repeating these affirmations and through dealing with the issues that got you in there in the first place. So maybe you f don't feel safe, right? Well, you can look back at, okay, how did I grow up? Why don't I feel safe? Who made me not feel safe? Did I grow up in a place where, you know, people are dying all, all around me? Did I grow up in a place where I wasn't able to express myself, where I wasn't able to feel, where my feelings weren't valid? Maybe, you know, my parents were going through some things and like they couldn't provide to me in the ways that they wanted to. Maybe my parents like dealt with addiction or whatever else it is. Like there's so many different factors that can affect how our chakras run and if they're blocked or if they're free flowing. Right. You can even have um, an excess in a particular chakra. You know, to the point where, say, like with the root, like you could be, you know, trying to like dominate people and trying to like, you know, you then instill fear in other people because you're trying to assert yourself so much in the world. Right. Um, but yeah, the the chakras are just very. It's um, 
you'll have to look into them, you know, look at the colors associated with them. Um, and even when you look around like your real, the real world, you can see like how it relates to even systems that we've already like had in place, like even like a stop sign, you know, or um, just, you know, the color red, like at the, the light, um, even just, you know, the, the dirt and the ground is kind of like a reddish, you know, kind of, you know, hue to it. Um, everything in life connects. And so in researching the chakras, you can see your connection to the greater. Right. You can see your connection to the universe. You see your connection to other people. And it allows us to heal and foster growth within one another. So it, it gets deep, but <laughs> it's just. <laughs> oh, that was good. Recently, it's been my sacral chakra. Sacral chakra deals with their sexuality and emotions. Mm-hmm. One thing I've been really healing from is uh, relationships and not only with, you know, um, you know, intimate partners, but then also like the intimate relationships that I even have with like my parents and stuff like that. Then even you know, you can relate it to like my poetry and expressing even my dance. That's a form of expression. So I've really been working on allowing my sacral chakra to have its um, room to express, but then also trying to heal and affirm that, Hey, I'm safe to, to be here. I'm safe to express like my expression matters and it's needed in the world and it, and it's safe. Um, another one is my throat chakra. Growing up, I had a big blockage in my throat chakra because, again, like I felt like my emotions and everything was invalid. So I just shut up, you know, and people ask me questions. I'm like, um, I don't know, like <laughs> just <laughs> so being able to sit there and speak freely without fear of judgment. Mm. That's been a really big thing for me because it's like. I can learn and grow and express myself and something that I say today maybe isn't going to resonate, you know, in a year or so, but it's literally okay. Like we're human beings. We're allowed to evolve. We're allowed to change our viewpoint on things and it's okay to express. So, um, and there's actually a link between the sacral chakra and the throat chakra. Um, So those are the main two I've been working on. And I think it's showing through the art that I'm expressing right now. Okay. Is she here? Ooh. There we go. Oh, girl. Yeah. I gotta pee. Yeah, she's there. Oh, yeah. You can. You can. We can take it. We can always pause. Yeah. Yeah. Let me. No. Where did y'all no, stop? I was trying to dance. <laughs> I was like, I'm can I just go life. into my question? Yeah, go ahead. Do what you want to do. All right. So my last question for you was, are you, or would you ever be interested in coaching gymnastics for children? So I would say, uh, oh, yes look at this. and no. Wow, my guy. I would say yes and no. Um, currently, no. Okay. Um, because I feel like I'm, I'm wait, just starting to wait. 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 What in the world? It's what? Jamar. It's J- Yeah. Oh, this is the guy we were talking about. Oh, okay. okay. Even though I was mid question. All right, there we go. I know. My bad. My bad. My bad. It was just a phone call. Look, I guess I'll you take hear a me sip. now? You want to take a sip? Take a sip. I had to pick up my cup, too. Y'all, let's go. Gang, gang, gang. Gang, gang. Okay. Okay. Toodaloo. Yeah, right. Hey. Oh, oh, you wanted to join? Oh, what up? Oh, I'll do that right now. Hey, I'll check my messages. All right, all right. So we in here talking right now. Um, we in this. Yep. We got we got somebody who needs to talk <laughs> to you. So um, I'm gonna pass the phone and then you can go ahead and I need y'all to do some shit. I'm about to actually cut this off though. Oh, oh, oh. All right. Wait, so, wait, wait. I'm like, it gave me an edge. Yeah, like, I I'm sure you're so strong and flexible. You can probably. Oh, yeah. Can you be able to throw yourself you all the way up there? No, her. Her, probably me, no. Yeah. My whole life, my skills have involved in my lower body. My lower half. I've never had upper body strength. So you would not be able to pull yourself up? Not at the moment. I would have to work on it for a very long time. Like, at least six months to a year. She smacked her cat. Oh, hmm? what a house kind of fire? No, no, no. Yes, that shit was funny. Wait, what? what? That shit was funny. You didn't see that it? I'm gonna see if I can find it. Oh shit! It was a TikTok, and she was like, her sister was twerking. Let me see. I know I. Yeah, it's a show. I gotta find it. I gotta see it on my TikTok. 
And then, like, her house is, like, on fire while she's trying to dance. And then when she noticed it, she started running, like, Right. She, she knew that she was in there. She knew that. <laughs> Hold on, Nerika. All right, there you go. What the fuck is that? 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 Rico's picture is a picture. Shut your ass up. All right. No, look. The fact that, like, Cause she was looking at her shit. She's like, "Hold on, no, I'm hating." Back. You don't like it? I'm hating. I'm just hating. The dog that didn't bark till after the fire was out. Cause you know she's low key looking here, like, "Hey, they all talking. They all is over here jabbering." You gonna touch that? So just stop. Be quiet, real quick. You don't like that? Nah, I ain't say that. But it's whatever. He likes it. It's whatever. It's a good picture. That's all I said. What? I said I told you I'm trying to step my model in it. Yeah, but not like that. Not on the couch. Shut your ass up. Did I say anything to you? You need to get your... See, look, 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 look. I already muted your shit. Shut up. Okay, so... We back, we back, y'all. We back. We stopped halfway in between her answer and what she was saying. She didn't want to coach right now. So all got we don't have to go back into that. Um, no, not really, because I mean, she just said that she didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We don't have to go back into Does that. Does she want? Do you want to coach or not? She's not really. No. Not really. Oh, so if we, okay. If we, so, okay, let me ask you this: If we put together, if, say, we got 15 kids together and was like, "You, y'all gonna do no. gymnastics?" No, Look. shut up, shut up, shut up. And then I got three more coaches, right? Touched. By whom? By whom? You gotta ask. It's already too late. All right. Oh. So if I got three more coaches, right, uh-huh. to help you out, so it wouldn't be that strenuous on you. You don't gotta be there every day, but you the head coach still. Head coach don't gotta be there every day. Okay. Still no. She doesn't want. That's she, where the team comes in play, right? So look, so look, listening to like right now, I'm asking a, a motherfucking question. Life. How about you shut up? Because no, nah, they be they be doing that to me all the time. So now, <laughs> lay them hands when on the time you. Come, he gonna know exactly. Yeah, what. Right, but right. as of hold right, on, Rico only got two percent. As of right now, in my life, no, no gymnastics. Now I could see it later. You know, like when I've been able to dabble in everything me and everything that I have suppressed. You know, I would definitely be more willing to to dabble in that, you know, environment. But it's just Siri. She over there saying, uno, dos, tres. Right. <laughs> what is she saying? But yeah, so I would definitely not want to do it right now because, like I said, I've, I've turned that page and I'm finally like, look, I can't live for the approval of others anymore. And while I do know that a part of my life and my purpose is to serve, Right now is not that time. Right now is to go within. Right now is to figure out the things that make me tick. Right now is my time to express who I am, the things I want to do, and to, you know, just uh, be able to express just every little aspect and facet of what I am. Right. Like, right now is expression. Before, it's been service. Before, it's been, you know, this and that. But right now is expression. I I feel it. I can't even blame you for that. Exactly. I feel I don't know. I like you a lot. I feel like like we've had similar. I was a student athlete. I focused uh-huh. a lot of time on soccer. That's what I played yeah. my whole life. I was also That's underrepresented why. with soccer because yeah. everyone thought it was a white girl sport. Look, like the same with gymnastics. Yeah. Like, um, I majored in accounting. I really am not interested in accounting. I've always had a passion for acting. Yeah. Um, and then after I graduated, that's when I went back. Like I came back to acting. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm still. You know, trying to do. I still work my job to make money and whatnot, right. but you know, I'm pursuing me. So yes. when I was doing soccer, I didn't have as much really any time to kind of even think about acting. Mm-mm. So like, no, you don't got no time when you doing them sports. Look, mm-hmm. and then collegiately <laughs> is just like and with at the a school. collegiate level. Yeah, so I feel like we're 
our paths. You know similar. what I'm saying? We there. We 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 see it. We see. I like that. <laughs> I feel it. I love it. How I enjoy wanna... bringing people on that need help. You know what I mean? Because it's like at the end of the day, Look, just like you were talking about, <laughs> just like you was, just like you was talking about, um, you you are, um, you know, you do service or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's your purpose. I feel like that's mine. You know what I mean? And it's not all in the same. See, look at you. Look at you. Look at you. Everybody always hates on me anytime I want to say something. But when niggas want to say, they be mad, man. They'll never let me get my shit off. I'm the only. Oh, this tripper girl popped up again. I feel that though, Mari. Mari is definitely linking people and giving, you know, people. um Networking and opportunities. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. So what was your last question? Um, Yeah, so within five years, um, where do you see yourself? Are your... um, Ooh, we got that special interview question for you. Dang, that's that that job interview question. Where do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> when you at the job, but you can't tell them right. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all, so I know, but the worst is maybe like, why like, do you want this job? You be want to be like, because I need a fucking job. Because I'm just hiring. Because you hiring. Because you're hiring. Because I need a paycheck. Like, what the fuck? Man? You need somebody to work? I'm here to work. What's up? Do you want me or not? Like, what do you mean? Like, why do you want to work here? Because I need a paycheck. You're hiring. And you need a body, okay? But, oh, wow. Where do I see myself in five years? So, Or the brand. um, Where do you see the brand in five years? I definitely see... um, I just see myself being the artist I've always envisioned. Um... And being able to express it comfortably, being able to express it in a way that resonates with me personally without the outside noise and being able to express in a way that is authentic to myself. I don't necessarily have like a, you know, like I said, a strict vision of what that looks like, but I see myself in a place of comfort spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Um, I see myself, you know, selling books. Yeah. I see myself, you know, doing different, um, you know, visuals for like a video here, like, you know, one of my poems maybe, or, you know, some kind of music video, whatever it is. I see myself doing some kind of visual with my my artistry. Um, And in five years, I see myself, you know, y'all might get a little taste of, of the saying, the singing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I feel Bring like, it out, bust it out. You know, I might bust it. You know, it might be out there. It might be out there, and, and honestly, it, it will be. Um, you know, I finally accept myself as an artist. So in five years, I'm be an artist. Oh, okay. I'm gonna show the world that other side of me, that feminine side of me, that vulnerable and sensitive side of me. She's gonna um, get toxic, is what she's saying. Oh, she's gonna get toxic. She's gonna talk about all the relationships. She's gonna kill niggas. She's gonna let y'all know that she's healing. Look, I'm gonna be and on my this, generation. Hey, <laughs> and through this healing process, niggas ain't shit. People love that. Hey, but you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's that vulnerability that allows people to be able to resonate with. Like it's okay to, it's okay to feel. It's okay to be real about what you're feeling right now, and. That's just gonna pass. So yeah, um, you're gonna see me more in my artist prime, and more of um, accepting that aspect of myself that I've suppressed. Coming up. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Nariko, you got anything to say? Because <laughs> if not, I'm about to hang up on your ass. And, and what you gotta say? Out. Okay. Well, I was letting all y'all. How far away from the phone are you? <laughs> oh no, she, I gotta turn it up. Oh my she too light. Damn. She too light. You be ready to just turn up on people. Sorry. Like I'm literally right here. Hey boo, you beautiful. <laughs> I see you. You shining. Curls popping. Thank you. Bari is supposed to be Bari wants is supposed to be like you know to help me with music and stuff. I don't think he likes my picture too much, but, <laughs> <laughs> but just I just ask wanted, a question. I wanted to ask you, like, okay, so when people see you, obviously you want to be identified as Randy. 
Um, are you looking for like more identity as an artist and less as like an athlete? Because, you know, when we brought you on, we were like, oh, this is an LSU gymnast. But when we interviewed you after hearing you talk, you have so much more mm-hmm. to your name than right. an LSU gymnast. Right. So if you wanted to classify, like if you had to pick one category to classify yourself, would you say that you want to be more labeled as a creative, like an artist, or would it be more so like the yogi holistic type or like what crowd um, would you resonate sorry. So, first, we're going to say both of them. But, yes, both of them, because they're, they're all aspects of who I am. However, where I am now, the space that I hold now, the journey that I'm on now, I am an artist. And that has permeated through time and space. It's been there since I can remember. And it's been my most truest self. So I'm the artist. Yes, I also am an athlete. Yes, I am also, you know, into the the holistic health. But at my core, the very center of my being is an artist. Okay. And is there a place that we can listen to you sing? If you have anything recorded? (laughs) Even if it's it's not even like, you know, amateur. I I tell people my amateur all the time. Do you have anything that we can hear a snippet or? So, uh, not yet. They all in my voice notes, though, on this iPhone 11 and my iPhone 6. Holla at me. So, (laughs) it's all on that in my Google Drive. Um, You'll be able to hear the singing soon. Okay, so stay tuned with the singing. You'll be able to hear that. Um, I'm actually supposed to be doing a, a little session sometime soon. I was supposed to do it like a couple weeks ago, but um, you will see me step into that arena. You will see me express that side of me more. But at the moment, it's it's still on a, on lockdown. Listen, we're going to talk after this. Um I'm about to hang up on you though, real quick, so we can get up out of here, and then I'll call you. I'm gonna call you back so we can talk. Really, nigga? <laughs> All right, let me let me get up out of here. See, now I'm drunk. See, this is too much. Sorry, you too. And now I'm on the shade room. Y'all, you on the shade room now? Yeah, y'all. Yeah, Right now, like, audio is getting leaked from multiple people. Audio, hold on, hold on, hold on. From I just want to say thank you for showing up. I want to thank you for you know I'm saying, telling us who you are, where you you know I'm saying. Like, yeah, thank you so much. Look, I know that was like a long ass motherfucking time. That was we we had the drinks. We it was a good one. It was a good one. I feel it. Yeah, for sure. Most likely, but um. Uh, most definitely, you're gonna have to come back. Oh, We're gonna have to do these shows. Yeah, no, I. We're gonna have to talk for real because I feel like Y'all there has to be a space. Yes, if we did shroom, if it's we would have done shrooms it's today, and we probably wouldn't have had a uh, a good pot. But, <laughs> but just on a regular day when they come over, yeah. I'm gonna cook. We'll we'll do whatever we do, yeah. and then yeah, we need a. We need to definitely. No, we do. It. Like even before when I was coming too, um, just I was thinking about what you said uh, last time I was over here. Just like you know, hey, just wanted to keep up the relationships, and I was just thinking in my head, like you know what, like this is definitely um, you know a connection that I want to continue to grow. That I want to be here. Um, you guys are dope as fuck. I love what you're doing. Um, and at the end of the day, it's like. In order for all of us to get to where we want to be, like, we got to support each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, how are we going to get to where we want to be if we only supporting the niggas that's already in the game? It's already doing what, you know what I'm saying? It's like, how the fuck are we going to get put on if we're not putting ourselves on? We so, just gonna keep listening that's to the, the same place where all I'm day. at right now. Look, wait, hold on. I'm, we still recording. Look, <laughs> y'all are. I didn't even know he was recording still. <laughs> 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 But no, she did the air horns. No, but for real, how are we supposed to get put on if we don't put ourselves on? So I really appreciate um, y'all for reaching out to me. Um, It means a lot. Um, I, you know, respect y'all a lot. I respect what y'all got going on. 
you know, the work that you've done thus far, the work that you're continuing to do. And so, yeah, let's just continue to foster these connections because these connections and growing together is what's going to bring us to the place that we all want to be. And we all eat. And guess what? And we're providing a service to each other. It's like, look, you provide me with this to help me with this. I'm providing you with, it's just, you know, it's a flow. So I appreciate y'all. Y'all are amazing. I look forward to, doing this shit again and look let's let's get this shit popping okay Hell yeah let's get it popping yeah. let's right. get it popping <laughs> we did it all right we out man you know what it is this is how you make me feel Lips, gloves, teeth, white Out the bottoms, let me bite Spending now, catch a blight We can do what you like Feeling right, smelling good Let's get this understood